Welcome to Global Youth Bible Society. My name is Evangelist Audi Cole, and today I'd like to share the word of the Lord with you. Today's message is faith and power. I want to share with you on the subject faith and power. Faith and power. Many people will ask, why is it faith and power? Why is it faith and power? When you look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, the Bible said, Now faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So faith, therefore, is something or that you have not seen, believing in something that you have not seen, or you have no heard, or you have no idea about. And faith is an element of God. Hallelujah. Faith is also an element of God. Faith is the activeness to undoubtedly believe in God's word, his works, and his existence. So undoubtedly believing that the works of God are true, the word of God is true, and truly God exists. Hallelujah. Therefore, faith is having the mind of God. Faith could be seen as having the mind of God. The Bible makes it clear that God formed everything out of nothing. Let us read Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Now, faith is one of the greatest attributes of God that activates his creative power. In other words, creation was only possible by virtue of the faith that God has. God is an extraordinarily supernatural being that believes in things that he has not even happened, but see it is as though it has happened and call it, it into existence. Look at Romans chapter 4, the verse 17. The Bible says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things, which he be not as though they were. So he called. The, the creation of the words were formed out of things that were not. Hallelujah. They were not. He called them into existence as if they were. Now, why is God able to do these things? Why is God able to practice faith? It, we, we have to know that that element of God is faith. Hallelujah. So the Apostle Paul was talking about faith here and he mentioned that God formed all things out of nothing as if they were. Hallelujah. So one of the activeness of the, the reason why God is able to do things the way he does, that is the active faith of God, is through his spirit. Hallelujah. Because God Spirit has the power to cause things to happen. So when God was creating 
in Genesis chapter 1, the verse 2, the Bible said, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So the Spirit of God that moved upon the face of the waters is the power of God that enabled his uh, belief or enabled his words to come into existence. Therefore, faith is the activation of things which are not to come into existence through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Faith is the activation of things which are not to come to existence through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So faith is not, people are not able to get things from God because they think that faith is the practical application of a human's mind on the perception of things that are ahead or that are to happen. In other words, they have read in the Bible that faith is the substance of things not seen, the evidence of things hoped for. So therefore, they strive hard to use their own mind, their conscience, and to be praying and to be hoping on things to happen. But faith without the Spirit of God is not faith. It is an it is just an act of a human anatomy. Hallelujah. It is just could be described as um, any ordinary kind of um, assertion or presumption, pre-assumption. It could be seen as just a mere assumption. But therefore, in order for the activeness of faith the one needs the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So faith itself is an element of the Spirit of God. And faith is also the gift of God through His Spirit. Hallelujah. It's a gift of God through His Spirit. In other words, in order for you to know that you are with God, you need to be able to practice his, to have an extraordinary belief in him, which only comes through his power, which only comes through his spirit and everything that is within him. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Faith is therefore not active if one does not have the spirit of God. I would like us to take a look at some things that happened in the Bible. Jesus Christ walked with his disciples for three years. Along the period whilst he walked with his disciples, in Luke, the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 10, he commissioned some to go out to preach the gospel and the Bible said that they came well fulfilled because when he commissioned them he gave them the power 
and the authority. Hallelujah. So when they went, they went to exhibit this power and authority. Now, those same disciples in Matthew, in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 17, the verse number 14, Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. Let us read the 14 down. And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire and off into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. But pretty much these disciples believed in Jesus Christ. They knew that Jesus Christ is their Lord. They have faith. They have walked with Jesus. They have seen the things that Jesus has done. Now, even no matter who they would have been, they would have had that confidence and faith in Jesus Christ. But something happened here, but they were not able to cast out the demon. And look at what Jesus said. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with thee? How long shall I suffer you? Bring you, bring him hither to me. He said, faithless generation. The people could not heal. He said, faithless generation. What did Jesus Christ mean by faithless generation? By meaning faithless generation, he meant to say that generation without the Spirit of God. Generation without the Spirit of God. In other words, the people that are there were just physical people without the Spirit of God because it is the Spirit of God that can only activate a man's ability to believe in things that he has not seen as though they are. Hallelujah. There are two words in the Bible that the Bible has referred to as without it, you cannot please God. The number one word is faith. And the number two is the Spirit of God. When you look at Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 6, the Bible makes it expressly clear that without faith, we cannot please God. Hebrews chapter 11, the verse 6. Now, when you look at the Romans chapter 8, verse 8 and 9, the Apostle Paul says that, So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So therefore, it means that invaluably, those that are with the Spirit of God, they can please God. Without the Spirit of God, you cannot please God. Without faith, you cannot please God. Without the Spirit of God, you cannot please God. These two words are invaluably two things that work together. Faith, therefore, is an element of the Spirit of God. In other words, faith is the Spirit of God in action. Therefore, everybody that believes in the Spirit of God have 
the faith in God. Everybody that has the Spirit of God has the faith in God. But faith cometh by hearing, and hearing is the Word of God. Hallelujah. And therefore, the only means by which the Spirit of God can come unto us is by hearing the Word of God, which is the Gospel. Glory, hallelujah. And this is the reason why we preach the gospel unto you. So the disciples couldn't heal the man, the lunatic boy. And Jesus came and he said, you faithless generation. And the disciple, Jesus healed the boy and the disciples drew to Jesus and they asked, why were we not able to do this? And he said, because of your unbelief. Wait a minute. Did the disciples not believe that the child was not going to be healed? Unbelief is undoubtedly the act of natural thinking. The unbelief that Jesus Christ was referring to here is the act of natural thinking. In other words, Jesus was telling them that you could not heal this man because you are too natural. You are too natural. You are too human. You think about natural things. So therefore, in order for you to activate the power to do greater things, unless you have the Spirit of God. So Jesus continued by saying that, I verily say unto you, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you can cause this mountain that be ruled and it shall be removed. There are many of us that have read the Bible over and over again. We have been told by our pastors that with faith we can do everything. And we have been praying all the time. Some of us have done fastings for many years and many months. Some people have got disappointed along the line by the practice of what they called faith. But I tell you today that that is not faith. That is not faith. That is an assumption, an incredible uh, feeling within. Hallelujah. But faith, the reason why you haven't received anything is because you are still a natural man. You need the Spirit of God in order for the faith of God to be exhibited on this world. In other words, faith is the life of those that bear the Spirit of God. And therefore, faith is the power of God to perform His work on the earth. Because the things that we hope for, all the things that we believe and we haven't seen are only made possible through the power of God. Are only made possible through the power of God. So therefore, it is only by the power of God, it's only by the Spirit of God that the unseen can come to existence. And if you are commanding a, a, a tree to move, upon which authority are you doing that? Hallelujah. Upon which authority are you doing that? Faith is acting upon the authority of the Spirit of God. So therefore, the number one thing that you need 
is the Spirit of God, which is the power of God and is the gift of God. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that by faith, by grace are you saved through faith, not by works. And it is the gift of God. Hallelujah. He talks about it. it's a gift of God, but by the Spirit, which is the gift of God. I couldn't quote it verbatim. It is by faith that you are saved. And the faith is by the Spirit of God. In other words, that the salvation, the grace that has given us salvation is by faith. And the faith is given by the Spirit of God. The faith is given by the Spirit of God. The faith is not based on our human intelligence. The faith is not based on our human thinking. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. Let us look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. It said that for by grace are you saved through faith. It is, it is out of faith that you have the salvation. And by grace, the graces of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. And that not of yourself. It is not of yourself, but it is the gift of God. And this gift of God is referring to is the spirit of God. So faith itself is the gift of God that could only be found in the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Let us look at something that happened in Mark chapter 16. The, from the verse 14. Mark chapter 16 from the verse 14. You know, Jesus had walked with his disciples for pretty much a long time. And the disciples, if the word us, me, could have been performing a lot of things, miracles. But they were not able because walking with Jesus and listening to Jesus and believing in Jesus is not enough alone for you to activate the power of God. Walking with Jesus and believing in Jesus and following in Jesus need to be activated through the power of God, which is the Spirit of God. In other words, for you to be like Jesus, you need the Spirit of God. So Jesus is the number one personality on the earth that practiced his faith. He said, be healed and you are healed. In Acts chapter 10, verse 38, the Bible says, How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and with power, going about healing all manner of sicknesses, and everywhere he went, he was doing good. In other words, Jesus practiced the faith everywhere he went. He said he went to Lazarus, and he said, um, Rise up, and he came out. He called his name, and he came out. He, he meets somebody who is sick and he commanded to go. He, he, he meets someone whose eyes are blind and he used the dust 
to pass through the eye and the eye comes to reality. He meets people, people who are walking and a, a, a certain woman walking and with an issue of blood and he met Jesus and he touched Jesus and virtue get out of Jesus and then he, he turned to the woman and he said, behold, and the woman is whole. He died and was able to resurrect it. He said, I will die and I will resurrect in three days. And all these things are the acts of faith that Jesus exhibited on the earth. But the act of faith cannot be exhibited without the Spirit of God. You cannot just have faith without the Spirit of God. So what the pastors, some people are teaching out there is that with the faith, you can cause everything to happen. So people are saying that I'm praying, I'm hoping for God to let this happen. I'm hoping for God to let that happen. I'm hoping for God to let it happen. I'm hoping for God to let it happen. And they have been hoping and hoping and hoping for a long time, but they have not seen anything. What they lack is to understand that faith is an attribute of God which is within his spirit. So what they have to get now is the spirit of God in order to activate the faith of God on this life. Hallelujah. Glory. So Mark chapter 16, the verse 14. Let us read. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at the meat and unbraided them with their unbelief and hardened, hardness of heart. Okay, let us start from the verse 11. 16 verse 11. Look at what happened. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had being seen of her, believed not. They came to tell, Mary Magdalene came to tell their disciples that Jesus is alive. They did not believe. They did not believe. And again, after that he appeared in another form unto two of them, as they walked and went into the country, and they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they nor them. He appeared again unto two, and the two went to them and said that, yes, we have seen Jesus, and they still did not believe. They still did not believe. And the daddy said, and they went and told it unto the residue, neither did believe them not. They didn't believe. But look at the 14. So afterward, he appeared unto the 11 as they sat at the meat and unbraided them. He pricked them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. They could not believe they could not believe. But look at all these things. But let us jump to the verse 20 and see something that happened. And they went forth and preached every word. The gospel, the Lord working with them and confirming 
the word with signs following, following. Amen. These are the people who didn't believe in from the verse 11, from one witness and two witness and three witness. And Jesus himself had to appear and to reckon their unbelief. Now, the, between the Mark chapter 14 and the Mark chapter 20 is the fall of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So what is in between here is the Acts chapter 2 verse 1 downwards. Because Jesus said unto them, this is when Jesus had come from the dead and he, he was having some time with them. So between Mark chapter 11, 12, 13, and 14, and Jesus com continued in the verse 15, and he said unto them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord has spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of the Lord of God. So, you see, between this is a day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. After this was a day of Pentecost, and between this was the promise of the Holy Ghost. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Let's go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the world. So this was also part of the com communication that Jesus was having with the disciples in Mark chapter 16. Now, when, when after this, Jesus was received up unto heaven, the disciples didn't go anywhere, but they waited. They waited. You know, you cannot, people have been preaching the word of God in their own strength without any power. It is not of any use. It is, you, you, you get wasted of yourself. You waste more, you, you dissipate more energy. What you need in order to practice your faith is the Spirit of God. So look at the Acts chapter 2 is one of my favorite scriptures. Acts chapter 2. Look at this. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in with one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and a field all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. The fire came to sit on each of them. You know what? The fire didn't sit on only all of them, one, but the God appointed the 120 people that were waiting over there 
they all received the fire on each of them. In other words, each of us needs the power of God. Each of us needs the energetic power of God, which is only through His fire. And the fire of God is not to destroy uh, or to burn people, is to destroy the work of the enemy in man, is to destroy the nature of man that the enemy has dominion over and give man the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So they were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And then here after in Mark chapter 16, the verse 20 said, And they went forth and preached everywhere the gospel working with them, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. They went forth. After what? After the Spirit of God has filled them. You know, Jesus Christ gave us one thing. He, he gave us only one thing. In John chapter 14, verse 16, he said, But I shall pray the Father to give you another comforter. Because Jesus' work on earth could have been incomplete without the Spirit of God. It could have been just an ordinary person that was walking on this earth that was followed by many people. But he walked with signs and wonders and miracles everywhere he went. The Bible said that many of the miracles that Jesus Christ did could not be written in the books because there were many there were times that they brought many sick people and many important peoples to him and he healed all of them. Now the practice of healing of Jesus Christ telling them, behold, is what we called faith. Because the person is not yet whole, but he said behold, and the person get whole. In other words, faith is the outcome of the power of God that is within. So that is why Paul said, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or all we think according to the power that is in us. According to the power that is in us. So faith and power, faith and power, faith without power is inactive. That is why you have been praying for many years, but you haven't seen anything. This is the reason why the disciples prayed for the, the, the man that was sick, uh, the, the boy that was lunatic for many hours and many days, but could not heal. This is the reason why you've been waiting in the church. You've been wailing and you've been saying all manner of prayers and saying all sort of words unto God, but you have not yet seen anything happening to you. Because faith is the activation of the Spirit of God in us. Faith is the activation of the Spirit of God in us. Therefore, by the Spirit of God in you, you can 
only exhibit faith through the Spirit of God that is within. Glory. Hallelujah. So, these same disciples that did not believe in Mark chapter 11, in Mark chapter 20, after they have received the power of the Holy Ghost, they went out to preach the gospel and God confirming with signs and wonders. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. And so, when you look at in Acts chapter 3, when Peter and John, they went to, they were going to pray. They were going to pray. They were going to pray. And they made a man sitting at the gate of beautiful, beautiful gate. And the man was just there. And the man asked them of arm. And they said, silver and gold, we have not. But in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And the man began to rise and began to walk. What has happened to this man? The, what has happened to this man? The same man that prayed for the man over there, the boy, the, the lunatic boy in Matthew chapter 17, that the boy could not be healed, that the boy was rendered still lunatic. What has happened to them that they came and the man was at the gate and the man is suffering and they said that silver and gold have we not but in the name of Jesus Christ rise up and walk. These people, if they had not the Spirit of God, they could have said this word and nothing would have happened. Hallelujah. What has happened in between is that God has poured his power upon them. His spirit has come upon them. And so therefore, faith without the spirit of God is not important. Faith without the power of God, faith without God is not necessary. It's inactive. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Now people who walked with God, who believed in God and have faith in God, always encountered the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. They always encountered the Spirit of God. So you cannot tell me about Abraham. Abraham had an encounter with God. Abraham saw the lost angels appearing to him. Abraham was filled with the Spirit of God. Abraham was influenced with the Spirit of God. Therefore, Abraham's faith could not have been possible without the active force or without the activeness of the Spirit of God. In other words, anyone that you, you, you cannot please God without faith. And you cannot please God, you cannot act in faith without the Spirit of God. You cannot please God without faith, and you cannot act in faith without the Spirit of God. Thus is the Word of God unto all flesh in the name of Jesus Christ. Today, what you need is not only faith. What you need is the Spirit of God in order to activate your words. You see, you go somewhere and somebody is sick. And you said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And the person is still sick. You have practiced your faith. But it did not do what? Work. Why? Because the words that you spoke, 
does not carry any power. The words that you spoke were just an exhibition of your physical anatomy. But if you have the Spirit of God, when you said in the name of Jesus, be healed, that that person get his healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Today, all that we need is God to let his Spirit come upon you. Many times, many people say that we need to pray for open heavens. We need to pray for open heavens. We need to pray for the heavens to be opened. And to say that, oh, let us pray. We pray for open heavens. And to say that Jesus Christ, when he had prayed, the heavens was opened. So we need to pray for open heavens. We need to pray for open heavens. We need to pray for open heavens. No! The heavens has been opened already. Glory, hallelujah. God has already opened the heavens. And he's ready to shower all his blessings onto you. All you need is the Spirit of God. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The day of Pentecost, the Pentecost day, the day that the disciples were filled with the Holy Ghost is not yet gone. It's still active. Hallelujah. And we experience the Pentecost every day of our mother life. Every day of our mother life. Because Jesus, as we speak at this moment, is going to shower his Holy Spirit upon all of you. And the Holy Spirit is not an ice cream. The Holy Spirit is a fire. The Holy Spirit is going to burn all your desires. The Holy Spirit is going to take out all your unbelief. You know, unbelief is one of the elements of the devil that is used for the people who are natural. Therefore, the natural man, those that think are natural, those that are born of Adam, are all with the mind of unbelief. They only practice some kind of I mean, confidence in what they see and things that they want to believe. Um, but I tell you today, if you can receive this Holy Spirit that is coming upon you right now, you shall be able to cause mountains to rule in the name of Jesus Christ. What we need is a cloven tongue of fire, the power of God, faith and power, the power of God upon you today to come and rest on each of you listening to this audio, to come and rest on you in the name of Jesus Christ. Say hallelujah. Open your mouth and begin to say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Speak these words and begin to speak in the Lord. You see, after this, uh, many of you are going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and you are going to speak with tongues, with fire. You are going to be active and you are going to be strong in the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Lima loko lo si vahasia santa la bali andale. 
lodoro fasisi antalava hasi amoli akavosasi andalava. Oh, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Boli fakavosi asadi antalabali anianda. Here comes the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You are receiving the power of the Holy Ghost. You are receiving the power of the Holy Ghost. It is coming unto you right now. Wherever you are, the Holy Ghost is coming upon your life. The power of the Holy Ghost is coming upon your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening to this session of Global Youth Bible Society. I appreciate your presence and, and your listening to this session. I hope you have been filled with the Holy Spirit. From today, I'm going to pray with you if you want to receive this power and you want to walk in this faith. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your power and we thank you for your authority. We thank you for what you have done and what you are doing. We thank you for the lives of those that you are filled with your power and for touching their lives. At this moment, I'd like you to write to us with your testimonies to info at gypso.org, N-I-N-F-O at gypso.org. You can also send your prayers and you can also send your testimonies to plus 233-2446-0274 or plus 233-247-301977. To partner with our ministry, you can send us you can reach us on our website on gypso.org or send us any form of partnership to plus two plus 233-5411-11370. The name on it is Global Youth Empowerment Center. You can do your donations on our website at gypso.org. God richly bless you. Shalom. Peace.